Welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime. Soccer training. The Inside Scoop is a podcast dedicated to helping parents learn about the soccer pathways that would be available to their child if they live in another city around the world. And if you're not familiar with Anytime Soccer Training, it's the only training application with well over 1,000 training videos covering all the major areas of skill and it also has 101 fun games and challenges. Check out anytime-soccer.com to learn more. Join the mailing list. You can join for free and you'll get other content like this as well. So let's get on to the show. Now, I was listening to another podcast of mine that I really enjoy. And what he's known for, and I'm going to put his information in the show notes, what he's known for is doing these short, really quick and dirty podcasts um, based on something he's read or, or, or something that's basically irritated him and that he wants to get out there. And I'm, I'm going to start doing that as well. I try to be really thoughtful with you guys. I try to have everything in a nice bow, but I also want to be a little bit more real, a little bit more vulnerable mm-hmm. and just share uh, my impression based on something I've seen, read, heard, or whatever, just my gut gut reaction and warning what i'm about to say now is not you know a hundred percent close the loop there are loopholes i get it but at the same time i really believe that um it does encapsulate the gist of what's going on now i've been doing this soccer thing for well over 10 years. I've seen a lot of kids. I work at a clinic, obviously have a training application. I have, I've seen a lot of youth soccer through the eyes of my sons. And then I, you know, study this stuff and blah, 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 travel around trying to see things, but by no means am I expert at all. So this is just my opinion and I'm sharing it for public consumption. And so Speaking of public consumption, if you're in any of these Facebook groups or soccer chats or any way of, if you communicate to others about youth soccer in America, now we're talking about that elite level, there are a whole host of problems that you're going to hear. Loads of them. But I'm here to tell you today, you take this to the bank. U.S. soccer, U.S. youth soccer at this so-called elite level has one problem. We got one problem. Our so-called elite players are not, don't, do not have the requisite skill required by the modern game of soccer to play at an elite level. Let me repeat that. So our so-called elite players don't have the requisite technical skills, don't have the skill to play or to fulfill the demands of the modern game at an elite level. That's our problem. So if someone says to you, someone says to me, what's wrong with U.S. soccer? We're trying to play a skill-based game 
and we don't have the skill. That's our problem. And all the other stuff we're talking about, everything else, they're contributing factors to that problem. What do I mean by that? Let's talk about pay to play. If you went, if you waved the magic wand and made air and gave every club a billion dollars, said, boom, no more pay to play. Kids from the inner city can play. Your kid can play for free. Kids from middle class. Everybody can play for free. All the best athletes are playing. No more pay to play. That doesn't solve this problem. You're just going to have a bunch of diverse kids out there with no skill. Now I've seen it time and time again. You got rid of all the parents. You shipped all the parents to the moon. No more coaching on the sidelines. No more pressure. Doesn't matter. You're still going to have a bunch of kids with no skill or not enough skill. Got rid of all the micromanaging coaches. No problem. Still got to have a bunch of kids. Got rid of that problem. No more coaches. All the coaches are perfect. Still going to have a bunch of kids with no skill. Our problem is we, we, we're trying to play a game that requires a certain level of skill, which we don't have. And nothing solves that problem other than skill acquisition. That's the only thing that can solve that problem. And all these other problems are problems that contribute to that, right? And they can be problems that need to be fixed in isolation, but they're not gonna solve the ultimate problem, which is the game has these demands, we can't fulfill those demands, period. And then skill acquisition is unique. You can't get it later in life. Not, not at that elite level that we're talking about. You just, it doesn't work that way. You gotta get it when you're pretty young. Now I know this is controversial. I know that this won't resonate with most people, but hopefully it will resonate with some of you listening. Either you're looking at your own child and you wanna plot a course for them to enjoy this game, or you are a coach of a group of children and you want to make sure they have the foundation to enjoy this game. What do I mean by enjoy this game? Before I got into youth soccer circles, everywhere else in the world, it was understood, only in youth soccer is this not made clear, at least from what I'm reading, that the kids or people who are the most skilled tend to enjoy the game the longest and the most. So when I was growing up, our, you know, the kids who got the best positions in basketball or the positions that people, you know, were the most coveted positions were the ones who could pass the best, dribble the best, and shoot the best. A point guard could dribble good. Shooting guard could shoot good. Three guard could do a little bit of everything. That was the people who enjoyed the game the most got the most responsibility, got the most rewards, got the most accolades, and ended up playing the game the longest. Somewhere along the lines in modern um, thinking or modern, modern sensibilities, that logic has, not, is, has been lost. People who can do it well are the ones who end up staying the longest and enjoying it the most. So that's, 
That's number one. The reason this is so important is because the analogy I would use is two heart surgeons are looking at an x-ray. One heart surgeon of a heart x-ray and one heart surgeon is saying, no problem, clean bill of health. All you need to do is keep continue to exercise, Mr. Crawford, you're fine. And another heart surgeon comes in there and says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you see all those blocked arteries? He needs to have a triple bypass surgery tomorrow or, or he's on borrowed time. And that's what's happening. I'm the one looking at the kid's feet saying, this is not right. This is not soccer. This is not, no, we need, we need, a, inter, we need a technical intervention right now. Right. But the but the only problem, the problem with the problem is, and I'm vulnerable here, I'm in this analogy, I'm not not only did I not go to medical school, I never looked at an x-ray. And I'm I'm looking at the surgeons in the room, like you guys don't see that the arteries are, are um blocked. You don't see that the heart is working three times harder than it needs to be. You don't see that the heart is enlarged and fatigued because it's not getting enough oxygen. I, I've only seen x-rays on YouTube. How am I seeing this and you're not? But that's what's happening. That's, that's been my experience. And you may say, well why, well, why is this relevant? Because I watch individual, I've watched hundreds, definitely maybe even thousands of individual training sessions with children done by other people. And I can tell that they don't appear to see the sense of urgency of a kid who is coming to them and a parent who's coming to them for help, who is not technical. And I've watched hundreds, if not thousands of training sessions, team training sessions. And it has become clear to me that the people running these sessions are not seeing this issue in the way that I do. And I'm not saying I'm 100% right. That's why I'm putting it out here for public consumption. Because if they were seeing the problem the way I see it, they would be organizing in a technical intervention. What does that look like? Well, if you don't know what that looked like, I want you to close your eyes and imagine someone coming to you who has never played the game of soccer and you got to teach them how to play. What are the first things you do? I'm going to tell you what I do. First thing I do is get them to walk across the field, touching the ball with every step. Can you do that? Then we work on, all right, now that you can do that, can you do that with a degree of pace? And most of them cannot because they're using the toe of their foot to kick the ball. And I explain to them, you're not going to be able to dribble with every single step and use the toe of your foot. Then we talk about foot positioning and why it's important that you use your laces. Then we add, then we walk across the field with the right toe position. I'm talking to them. They're touching it with their laces. And I'm going to show you guys a video of this um, next week. Then we add pace. And then the next thing we say is, okay, now you can do that now. Can you, then we work a lot on balance and coordination, all that boring stuff that our, con, our soccer content marketers tell us you don't need to do. 
there's a better way of getting balanced coordination than balancing coordination. So we do that. And then we come back weeks later and I say, okay, can you separate the speed at which you move your foot with the heaviness of your touch? In other words, can you touch the ball 60 times in 30 seconds, but only move the ball three feet? So you got to move your foot fast, but you can't push it that far. Can you do that? Then we get into change direction. And then we get in, can you stop with the ball? And then once you can do that, then we start applying these concepts in, in opposed and unopposed settings. That's, that's what a technical intervention looks like for a child who is just, who has not, I shouldn't even say just started because I just worked with a kid who's been in one of these so-called elite programs for three years, I'm working with him now. So I don't care how much they've been, if they haven't been taught these concepts, then you have to treat them as if it's day one. Then we apply that stuff to small-sided games. And then, you know, I hear all the game, let the game be the teacher and blah, 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 blah. Yes, we're gonna do a show, on, I'm gonna do a show on that. But, when when that the, the assumption has to be that you are coming there with your tools you got to have the tools and then the game is going to draw you to use those two tools in an infinite number of ways that are that the imagination can't even fathom that's what the game does it allows you to pull on those tools that you have in your locker in a, in a combination and in a way that we can't recreate in any type of structured drill. But when you reach in your locker and you don't have those tools, the game doesn't have any, the game is, can't do anything for you. We need a technical in intervention in this country. Well, what, what about pay to play? Pay to play, you, you can give every club in this country a billion dollars. And, I, and I'm saying this for you. I hope I didn't repeat. I hope I'm not repeating it. You can give them a billion dollars. Now, every kid in the inner city can play. All of our best athletes, everybody can play. You can play for free. Everybody play. Club got a billion dollars. But if people don't believe that, no, let me say it another way. But if the, if the, if the adults in the room believe that the children have the requisite skills um, to meet the demands of modern soccer at an elite level, all the money in the world is not going to help us. Best athletes in the world, not going to help us. This is a skill-based sport. Now, I know what you think. I know what you're saying. Oh, Neil, he's saying that because he has this training app and he wants us to buy it. Don't buy it. Don't. It's $49.98 a year. Save your, save your money. Don't. Don't even go to the website. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been training other people's kids for just as long, for free. And the biggest challenge I have is when I tell their parents this, I am the only one. I am the weird scientist telling, their, telling the kid and their parent, this is not good enough. 
this is not good enough. You, you cannot stand in a four by four box and control a soccer ball. And I got parents telling me the stuff that they hear these, oh, this is not game-like. I got a parent, yeah, a friend of mine, young kid. Oh, he's done enough line cones. That's not, he's not mathematically possible. He ain't lived long enough. He hasn't lived long enough. Not technical. We got a technical problem. And if we have a cousin of the technical problem, it's no one else is telling people the truth about themselves. And I understand why. Because the moment I go out there on social media and say, well, you know, one of the issues is we're trying to play a skill-based game. And I'm not saying it's a unicorn when I see someone with the requisite skill. Oh, Neil, you just think it's because your son is on. You try to put other kids down. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm saying we're in a spelling bee and we can't spell. And, and the spelling teachers are not telling the kids that you're misspelling the words. They're just allowing it to go. And then all that other stuff is smoke and mirrors. And so this ain't got nothing to do with any time soccer training. I'm saying this because I love you. I'm saying this because I care about you. And if you're going to spend three or four days investing your time, your money, your blood, and your treasure, and your emotions into something, I want you to be successful. And that's all I can do. And you can take this to the bank. So you're saying to me, well, what is my tip? I don't have a tip for you because I don't know your personal situation. But I'm telling you right now, we're heading into summer. And most clubs are winding down for the summer. Do whatever you got to do. I would pretend, this is what I do with my son, that this is day one. We make sure that we got these foundational, this foundational stuff down solid. They're not that good. My oldest one, just yesterday, dribbling around a, some cones in a straight line with pace. Can you touch the ball with every single step? Can you make that turn precisely? Can you decelerate into that turn? And can you accelerate into that, out of that turn, having your head up and then right back down? Can you touch the ball at the same precise time every time? And can you get around there quickly? He's not too good for it. Maybe your child is, and if they are, then ignore this. We got, we have a technical problem in this country and all that other stuff is, are just contributing factors to it. We need to get that right. And the final thing on this, yes, there are many ways to skin a cat. Yes, there are many different routes to become a technical player. I get that. As a matter of fact, I'm almost embarrassed to have such a strong view on this, considering that I feel like I'm in such a minority. I must be missing something. And we know there are technical professionals everywhere. So take what I'm saying 
with a grain of salt. But when we start talking about different ways of acquiring skill, parent to parent, parent advocate to parent advocate, consumer advocate to consumer advocate, be careful of people selling you pervert the proverbial magic beans. I'm going to do a show on this. I don't think anyone is trying to deceive you intentionally, but people in the soccer profession are under a lot of pressure to balance, you know, what's required to be skillful and technical with the kid having a level of instant gratification. And the parent seeing a level of perceived value. And those are fancy ways of saying, if the kid comes home from the car and says, mom, I didn't like practice today, parent starts asking questions. If the parent sees the coach doing stuff basic, man, we, why we, we, he knows how to do all that. Parent starts asking questions. Coach has to keep all of that in mind. And it's very difficult. And so now we have a whole industry parent, promising parents parents magic beans. Oh, no, no, no. You, you can get good at this thing through small-sided games. And if we change the field size of this, you're going to get more touches. And then if we do futsal here on somebody, you're going to accelerate your all everything except what has been written in every religious text known to man, what has been written in every philosophical text known to man, what has been written in every self-help book known to man, what has been written, the, the wisdom that your parents share it with you, their parents share it with them, and their parents share it with them. If you want to be good at something, you got to spend a lot of time on it. If you want to be better than other people, it starts with you spending more time on that thing than they are. If you want to be good at something, you have to work hard at it. If you want to be better at something than other people, you got to work harder at that thing that you want to be better than than they are. This is common sense. If you want to be good at something in particular, you have to practice that particular thing often and frequently. Are there diminishing returns? Absolutely. 99.99999% of the people listening to this have not reached that point yet. Your child has not lived long enough to have reached that point, right? I am not trying to split hairs on, oh, should when should we start opposed versus unopposing? When should we begin? I'm not trying to split hairs on that. We are in crisis mode right now, right? The, the fruit is so far is so low that it's on the ground so if if that's the debate we're having yeah i'm spending i'm spending hours on working on my craft neil but i'm doing it a little bit differently then i'm not really talking to you you're not the person that i'm talking to in this if you if you're listening to this and your child spends 12 hours on the beaches of brazil playing um playing with their friends and getting challenged technically and never even thought about delivering, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about folks that I am seeing and the folks across the vast majority of these United States who have a similar 
situation. We are not skillful enough to play a skill-based game. I don't want any of us to invest this much time and this much money into something without doing those little things that will actually unleash more enjoyment for our kids. So if we want to have that conversation about different methodologies, I, I love that, you know, and I'm listening. But let's just come back to reality with some basic, basic understanding and some basic assumptions. Work hard, spend a lot of time on it, get the reps in. It's not always going to be super fun. You can make the overall process enjoyable. You don't want to stress the person out, but without sacrifice, there is no rewards. So that is my rant, you know, take it for what it's worth. I'm hoping I'm getting to know you guys. I got to keep it real with you. It's going to be a few more of these as we lead into um, the off season. And definitely I'm going to share it on Facebook, you know, yell at me, scream at me. I can take it. Um, but let's do whatever we got to do. Let's get better together.